0: What's going on everybody? Welcome to episode number 40 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host Christian Piles. Joined as always and forever by my mainest man, Willie Sailor. Willie is on the line and first things first, Willie, I would like um I would like to thank you for joining me on this journey of light and
1: energy. Oh, well, it's it's a pleasure to be here. And as that, we both as we both grow as human beings <laughs> I walked in this morning to the studio and there was a yoga class going on in oh, the God. studio at flow and that those are the things that they were saying and uh, welcome to Austin welcome and to welcome, Austin welcome to flow
0: a very enlightened
1: um, part of the
0: country I guess you could say and uh, yeah so Willie's some Will-
1: call it light, some call it enlightened some call it uh, weird
0: weird yeah well austin people call it weird isn't like the the motto is like keep austin weird right
1: yeah you know but the the reason they call it keep austin weird the reason that phrase started keep austin weird is uh, in my opinion a virtuous one not weird to be weird weird the way i kind of like it you know austin's like a blue a blue dot in a sea of red down here right and uh, not to get political but um when when they when they said keep Austin weird, what they meant was, um, less chains. Less, yeah, no less not. And, keep local businesses, and keep it unique.
0: Yeah, it's not like Walmart and Red Lobster and Apple You know, it's every. Yeah, exactly. No chains, so it is a little unique in that. Way. But it, it, yeah,
1: people. Are just they weren't really different. saying, be weird for the sake of being weird. They're saying keep it unique. Right. So, so anyway,
0: Willie got his yoga on. And now he's feeling super enlightened and ready to um opine. It's a of light. Yes, yes indeed. Um but first things first, we maybe perhaps this is on me. I have not uh been as forward about that the fact that we're on iTunes, okay? You can subscribe and download and you can take these things when whenever and listen whenever nice. you want, okay? Ben Askren didn't even know. And, you know, he's world famous. So if he didn't know, I can only assume you guys didn't even know. So make sure you subscribe, and you don't have to listen to it live. There's there's so many options. You can take it on your phone, wherever you want, listen to it when you want, subscribe, five-star rating, the whole thing. I'm going to start saying that every time now um, because now I'm worried that people didn't know. So now you know, no excuses. And, uh, Willie, let's let's jump right in to the, right in. the topic of – the week leading up, and now, after it's happened, is still date and fix. Spencer Lee, Willie, your
1: initial uh, thoughts? Well, you know, we often get criticized. Um, some that not often get criticized, but we we hype up events, right? We we try to build awareness and we try to promote wrestling and we try to build anticipation. And uh, I mean, first things first is that we did make Spencer Lee, and and we we made a 54-kilogram bracket, the big deal. That's what we identified as the big story, and we did hype the heck out of it, and it delivered. I thought that was a great bracket. I thought it was, I mean, it it was justified. We found that out. Yeah, it
0: was 100% justified, and, you know, we were on a week or so ago, and A lot of people were like, you guys are just typing this up. There's no way that Dayton Fix can go with Spencer Lee. And we never really went out of our ways to make a prediction. But all we said was, if you don't think it's a thing that Dayton Fix can go with Spencer Lee in in some way, even in defeat, you're you're not paying attention at all. So uh, while maybe we didn't go on the record, pick Dayton Fix to win, we knew he could compete with Spencer Lee. Did I expect him to win two straight matches? Not at all. Um, so it, it, it was, uh, it, it was a fantastic <laughs> series, albeit uh, it was, it's, it was short, you know, these four minute matches, they go by in a blink of an eye, but, um, you, I felt like you put it best in, in its most simplest form for me, Willie, and, and why Dayton Fix won. Uh, and we were talking about it and you were kind of like, we, we both kind of went back and forth, back and forth on, on who would win this. And you're like, think about it. Spencer Lee is amazing. And Dayton Fix is amazing. And Dayton Fix is a lot bigger. So if they're both, you know, very, very good, the, the guy that has the size advantage should win. And uh, how much of a role did, did size play? I, you, that's something you can't really quantify. But I think the point was true. And, um, you know, I think match one, you want to talk about Spencer Lee, The what makes him so great, his
1: relentless attacking style? There, there are so many angles that you can take from this. It, it almost serves as um, a case study for a lot of different things, right? Yeah. I think it, it serves as a case study in size. It serves as, as a reference point for... Um, freestyle folk style the difference difference in that and and it was the recruiting i mean the recruiting ranking angle the 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 ranking angle um the the decision there's so many things that you can take away from this but um i mean why at the end of the day why did dayton fix win um
0: Well, well two two matches the first match spencer shot himself out of the match and and because he wrestles hard and takes a lot of shots he doesn't he's never really had to pull back before and mm-hmm. you know he didn't pull back in match 1 he gave up two exposures off his own attacks and a step out and lost lost quote 5 to 5
1: well, well let me um the, the first the first the crotch lift uh exposure when it made it 5 to 2 right um i don't blame him for that shot there was still a lot of time on the clock. Um, so I don't blame him for that shot. Okay? No. And, and I mean, quite honestly, most of the time when Spencer Lee takes a shot, he scores. He's not he's not used to somebody stuffing a shot or or maybe – I guess other guys have not put him in danger right t- too, uh, too often. I mean, almost never. So if you're Spencer Lee and you have a 5-0 lead and it's the start of the second period – or there's still a minute thirty left. I mean, you're shooting right, right. but that um, was really the the only path to victory. In, it's funny in that you know, match it, because
0: Dayton Fix couldn't wasn't even getting to legs or even close to legs. So that was really I know,
1: the, I know, but like, you're up 5-0 with a minute and thirty to go, or whatever the case was. <clears throat> you um you don't stop shooting. No, I'm
0: not saying he should have, but and yet at the so, same time, I,
1: okay. But while you're saying you're saying he shot himself? Well, that is,
0: neck. I mean, it's why he lost. Period. He he uh, play, if he plays the game and holds on,
1: he wins the match. And and, uh, and vice versa. On the other side of that, I had people texting me that. I had people te- I had a couple of people say to me. Spencer should have went and just tried to close out the match. He he should had a killer instinct and, and Oh, he had and, a killer and,
0: instinct. What, what you, is it? I uh, I'm just that's what I'm saying. People they, are, people that would text you that are are clueless. Killer instinct. All he did was attack. He attacked for four minutes in each match. He lost. But to say he didn't well, have okay. a killer instinct. What, what in I'm saying brain. is. I get. I, and I understand. The, the I first, understand. The
1: first shot, right. You're up 5-2. I mean, you're up 5-0. You take a shot. You, I, you can't get blamed for that. You
0: can't
1: I mean, get blamed. There, there, He took one shot.
0: It was 5-0 with 40 seconds to go. 40 seconds.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's right. It was well, when that flurry started, there was about fifty seconds. Anyway, um, he so I don't really blame him for that. the The one you got to question was the second one when he got belly gutted. Yeah, that's that's the one where you're like, man, he shouldn't. Maybe he shouldn't. He should shouldn't have took that shot. But I think there's uh, a I think it's
0: a little bit uh for for Spencer, um match, Dayton fix has been in strategic matches before. Matches where it's going to be close and your strategy and tactics you take are going to really matter. When's the last time Spencer had a match like that? It was probably Suriano at the Super 32 in 2013. Like, that's his last... I mean, he went untouched in Worlds and Cadet World Trials. I don't think he's had a close match since then. So uh, I think uh, it's, it's a little... He's just not familiar with... Those kind of situations, frankly, because he's so dominant. Is that it? don't? Would you agree with that?
1: Um, yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of people said the same thing about um, when Chance Marsteller was taken to the wire against Cody Warechok, and and he was a little gassed in that match, and well, you know, Chance isn't used to going hard for six, seven minutes. And, um, yeah, that, I mean, that's a factor. That's a factor, especially. I mean, you know, frankly, he doesn't have to do a lot of match management ever. Right. You know? He doesn't have to worry about his gas tank really ever. And his gas tank is good. Right. It hasn't been a problem before. No. Um, so, you know, and Spencer Lee, uh, you know, he, as just a sophomore, end of a sophomore year, he's like a, a sort of mythical figure already, right? He, he has this elevated status. And when he loses now, I mean, including me and you, we are picking with a fine-tooth comb through why he may have lost. Right. right? If th- if this was. If this was a match at seventy-six, I mean, look at the match at eighty-five kilograms. There's some. There's a lot to talk about there. It's just that the guys weren't as big as stars. Right. Um. So we're really we're really dialing in on what happened, what quote-unquote went wrong for Spencer Lee, and and you know you're a 16 year old kid and you're out there for for eight minutes and and things happen I mean um, he, like I said he hasn't he hasn't had to manage matches before um, size difference was never a concern before uh, I, I, although it was a little bit I, I, it it was a conscious thing and um, they have thought about size uh, their coaches and, and, and their parents um, but it really never never came into play. It was never deciding. Uh, not that this was a deciding factor, but it, it never was an issue because he always kicked the crap out of everybody. Really, right? Um, so so anytime you lose, every anytime you have a setback, to um, a nationals hero, uh, you start you start digging through it like we're digging through it. Um, and and the the part where date. Spencer shot himself out of the match, the first match. I, I think essentially it was one shot.
0: Uh, I, I suppose. I mean, the fact is he wasn't even outscored. He lost, you know, 5-5. Five to five. So it's, it's really, he, it's hard to even view that first match as, a, as an actual loss. I mean, he lost, but it's like it, you don't feel like he was outskilled, I guess if I can put it that way. In the, now, in match two, match now, two was okay, a different so, match.
1: So, let's, first of all, uh, people people that are listening to this show, I don't know. Uh, obviously, I don't know who followed this series on Sunday. Who um, tuned in and watched the drama unfold? Maybe some, some of you, a lot of you probably did, and some of you probably saw the results afterwards. Well, let me tell you that it was like a novella into itself. This series, it's like—could you define novella for others? It was a short novel. It was a short dramatic series of events. Okay. Right. Yes. So they—they, they, the bracket plays out. Uh, there, there's whole there's a, you know there's a lead up, the hype, the brackets come out. People complain about seating. Um, they navigate through the bracket. Lee, uh, Lee beats uh, Gomez Handling Gomez beats Alevis. Lee dominates Gomez. Um, Dayton Fix's bracket kind of falls apart. Jason Renteria loses to a guy. Paul Conrath loses to a guy. Dayton Fix scores 40 points, doesn't give up a single point. Uh, And here we go. We're going to have the best of three the next day. So all this stuff is is crescendoing and coming together. And so Sunday, it's going to pop off. Everybody's crowded around the mat. Uh, The tournament almost stops, you know, as far as all the spectators and other coaches and wrestlers were concerned, and they're crowded around this mat. And Spencer Lee goes out there and, does what he does, and he has a 5-0 lead at the end of uh, of one period. And then Dayton Fix puts on this flurry, all of which are about f- probably freestyle points, and it's a dramatic ending, and the now— The ending was crazy. I mean, the fact that uh, right.
0: Spencer couldn't get that next point down is, is going to be something that uh, I'm sure is going to gnaw at him for some time. Cause he so, I mean, right, he,
1: so if you didn't see it, if somehow— um, Spencer did have a chance to win the first match at the end. He has both ankles locked up. Dayton Fix has to not get a supporting point, a knee down for 12 seconds and somehow manages to do that.
0: Yeah, uh, it was, I mean, f- 15 seconds he defended from a tripod and Spencer just couldn't put him down. I couldn't, couldn't believe it. And that's, that's an area internationally where we've had some, some difficulty as well.
1: Right, so um, what I'm getting at, I guess, is there's all these storylines. It all comes together, uh, all the buildup, all the energy, and then, and then it, it's looking like Spencer Lee is Spencer Lee, and maybe this really wasn't a thing. Spencer Lee's up 5-0 at the break. In the most dramatic of fashions, Dayton Fix comes back, wins the first match and it's like it's on
0: right yeah and i could i i was like we're gonna get three i was like we're gonna get three matches here there's no, no way and, okay
1: so that's what i'm talking about how this story is developing why it was so dramatic in the moment is that on one hand it, it, there was nothing there was nothing carved in stone at that time uh on one hand, Dayton Fix just rallied, and man, this could be a this could be awesome, right? Like uh, Dayton Fix could really beat Spencer Lee, and oh, but on the other hand, it's like, well, Spencer Lee kind of kind of let that one get away from him, right? Yeah. Like so, so is this really a thing, or was that flukish? You know. Like, you had to admire Dayton's guts in the second period, and you had to ad- admire his resolve and, and, and just sheer guts and willingness to dig deep. But at the same time, maybe Spencer just let one get away from him, right? Right. Because he, he, he had two takedowns to zero. All right, so now those two things, you're weighing those two things in each palm of your hand. So then we go to the second match. And Spencer comes out, two takedowns, and you're like, "We'll see. This is what we mean. Spencer's. This is how. This is how it's probably gonna go, you know." And it happens again.
0: Yeah, another comeback. It goes into the second period with a four-zero lead and inside trip and some laces, and then it's it's really out of reach. Um, and fix. Uh, I think he he held back a little in that first period. Okay, and then so goes after it hard in the second.
1: In the in the second period of the first match, he came out there hard and had success. Now, it go into the second match. Spencer Lee takes him down a couple times in the first period. It's up five, four zero. And Jamil Kelly is sitting next to me. Once you pick I'm that a- name up there, you just dropped it. <laughs> Jamil, Jamil Kelly's sitting next to me and uh, Jamil Kelly's a world coach, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, cadet, cadet world. world coach. team coach. Come on. Right. And and Jamil's like so at the end of the first period, I'm like, huh, Spencer Lee's just, you know, what do you make of this, Jamil? And he's like, Dayton didn't do nothing the first period. Dayton has a plan. And I said, What do you mean? And he goes, Dayton's gonna come out fire in the second period, watch this. And that's exactly what happened. Wow. That to me is gutsy because,
0: for a variety of reasons, one, the the periods are two minutes long. I mean, the matches are so short to put yeah to put your eggs in that two minute basket there yeah. Um, that's a that's a tremendous amount of confidence. And I think he, for for me, Dayton just showed himself to be a little, a little more dynamic, a little more. I don't know if athletics the word I don't know what it it was kind of
1: interesting when you go back and listen when you go back and watch the match you can tell that Dayton kind of hung out in the first period he kind of gave up um, I don't want to say gave up but conceded conceded a couple uh, a couple points there and it was almost a little odd but then it, it all made sense in the second period. Like, he had a plan. He comes out, and he doesn't score his on the opening flurry, but he takes shot after shot after shot. Somehow, Spencer Lee doesn't get taken down right there.
0: Crazy but, defense by Spencer. Oh, my
1: goodness. So, so Dayton definitely had a plan.
0: Yeah. So, credit to him for, for executing it. Um, let's... Now the, the question is and you're the ranker, where does this put Dayton? Uh, does he pass Spencer Lee, probably? Does he pass him as a recruit? And are your pound-for-pound pound rankings, are they your, uh, Does it? do they correlate with your recruiting
1: rankings? Yeah, no, they don't. Pound-for-pound uh, pound is just all guys, pound-for-pound uh, is based on results, right? Okay. Pound for pound is based on the results. Who beats who? And I know it's a little subjective, and it gets a little dicey. This guy beat that guy, and this guy beat that guy, so what? And this guy took a loss to... You know, last year, in prior years, when when we did pound for pound, I mean, there was almost no one in the pound for pound that had quote-unquote sketchy losses, and almost all of them did um, have long gaps uh, long long winning streaks. And I just did, I just redid the pound for pound last night. The rankings are done. And I wrote an article, um, Last Losses, and described the situation when each of the guys in, in the top 14, the pound for pound guys, uh, took their last loss. And there's a lot of quirky ones in there, man. Um, but, But pound for pound is strictly based on, on results. Uh, you know, so okay, Dayton so will pass a little... Spencer there. What, what Dayton uh... will pass Spencer Okay. There. As a recruit. No, you know, the thing is, Dayton uh, Spencer doesn't have really any losses. One long time ago to Soriano, one long time ago to Luke Pletcher, um, both in eighth grade. So don't, I don't even know if you really count them. And then this one to Dayton. Um, Dayton has had a couple losses.
0: Right. He lost to Yanni mm-hmm. at Super 32. He lost to... Suriano at uh who's number one
1: mm-hmm. in
0: that six mm-hmm. hour match. Uh, uh
1: but but Dayton and Yanni they basically wrestle more places than anybody. So <laughs> they have a couple a it, couple losses. It's gonna happen. Right. Um but they wrestle everywhere. So that's that you know, that's pound for pound. As far as recruiting rankings uh, that's that's wholly subjective to me. That's not even based. You could be, uh, in theory, your career record could be 10 and 100, and if I think that you're going to make a fine college prospect, I'll rank you where I want to rank you. Right. Um, so, okay, my question is, and here's my opinion,
0: I, I would still prefer, if I had to choose one, to have Spencer Lee on my college team over – over uh, Dayton Fix, if I had to choose one. Do you agree?
1: Yes, Spencer will remain number one in the sophomore uh, for several reasons. Um, One, I mean, the takedown differential is five to one. Right. Uh, Two, you can't replicate Spencer's top work. No. Uh, You know, so, um, no, Spencer will stay number one. Okay, good. I think that
0: makes sense. Now, another... Huh. Yeah, th- yeah. yeah, I was going to say, um, it, it was kind of... I, I know in March, I don't think the decision had been necessarily made what weight Spencer Lee was going to go for this. And... Uh, weight is a huge topic of conversation in this whole drama. This whole drama, because th- there's so many factors here. One, yeah. Spencer Lee and Gavin Teasdale are like, you know, young guns guys. They are... They are buddies. They're not just guys that go to wrestling. They're thick as thieves, those two. So, Gavin Teasdale, he makes the world team at 50. And probably Spencer's not going to want to go up against his guy. Not that he wouldn't have destroyed that 50-kilogram weight class. So, he goes 54. I'm not saying that's why. Um, I just think maybe he didn't want to hold 50 all the way until August. And then, you know, at some point he's going to have to let his body grow a little bit. So, uh, and he probably doesn't think he's going to get beat at 54. Um, so he goes 54. And without a doubt, the two best cadets in our country are at the same weight. And that's kind of a shame. Uh, not not a shame. I don't know what it is. It's y- you like to have that talent not at the same weight class, ideally, because you want to send both guys to world competition, not just the one. So it was pretty disappointing. And now you have to wonder, I mean, Spencer Lee, he wants world championships. I mean, he's tasted that world success. Do you see him making a run at 50 kilograms at juniors? Because I just don't see him settling with, you know, not being able to wrestle at Worlds this year, if, if at all possible.
1: Well, I'll, I'll, say, <clears throat> I'll say a couple things. Um, first of all, Spencer's small. Yes. Um, so Second of all, I, you know, I'm not of the opinion. I'm not of the opinion. You know. Everybody, maybe it's my eyeballs. Maybe I need to see an eye doctor. But everybody said that Dayton fixed so huge. Um, he is. Now I don't know. He's five foot tall. But anyway.
0: No, he's no, he's not Willie. He's not five feet tall. He's taller than you. I'm not exactly a monster. All right. Well, you're 5'2", and he's, like, a couple well, inches tall. Well, okay,
1: when you take a, a a guy on the bigger size for 120 and a guy on the smaller side, then it looks a lot I mean, he's not Nick Simmons, but he's pretty dang big
0: for a high school sophomore. All right. What, all right, get, well, what so, are you getting okay, at so,
1: here? All right, so, so Dayton Thick said to me after juniors at Vegas, he's like, what weight do you think I should go for cadets and i said you know dayton i said you're pretty you're pretty darn good bud i've said you could you could go with anybody and you could go to cadets and you could win that tournament you know you could win 58 uh, if that's what you want to do but that's not your goal right like you want to your goal is to win a world title and You're going to get overseas, and those guys are going to be monsters. They're going to be too old, first of all. Like, did you ever watch Cadet and Junior Worlds? Yeah. How on earth do some of these kids make weight? Yeah. They're humongous. So, and and not only humongous, I'm not going to just say that they're bigger than us. They're amazing wrestlers. So I said, Dayton, you know, um, if you – if you want to put yourself in the best position to to win a world medal at the cadet level, make the sacrifice and go the go the weight that you can you know put yourself in the best position to world, win a world medal. And he's like, yeah, yep. So, and uh, I'm not saying that I'm <laughs> I'm not saying by any stretch of the imagination I am the one that told him to go that weight or convinced him, but I would have said the same thing, maybe. I, in retrospect, maybe it would have been best for Spencer Lee to think similarly. Perhaps now, I, I, I'm not saying that I'm not saying that he cannot win a world title at, at at 54 kilograms. I'm not saying that at all, but I'm saying to put himself in the best position. He just looks small, man. He looks small. He yeah. looks like he's a 50 kilogram guy, and um. I'll say this, and it might sound it might sound a little um, water under the bridge, like backhanded compliment. But I mean, Spencer Lee in his first real loss, I thought he wrestled as good as I've ever seen. I don't know that I've ever seen Spencer Lee wrestle better.
0: Yeah, he he certainly looked good. I mean, I'll say this: nothing changed in my the the way I viewed Spencer is that he's going to be phenomenal for for years to come. He's going to win state and NCAA and potentially world and maybe Olympic titles. I don't know. I think he's going to be fantastic. And nothing that I saw this weekend really changed that for me either. I think he's excellent. It just speaks to the level that that Dayton has reached. And I'm not sure how many more meetings we'll see between those two. I feel like Dayton is going to well outgrow this weight. And, um, you know, Spencer's probably going to stay, you know, in that 25 – range for all right let me let me further
1: illustrate my point you know that i am to a to a fo- like to the uh, polarizing in in my way of saying people should cut weight I'm, i always say people should cut people should cut i know that dayton's pull to to 20 was difficult um but it was the right decision do you uh, let me ask you this to illustrate my point do you think Spencer Lee should go 110 for Fila
0: Juniors? Um do I think he sh- Um well do I think him do I hope I hope he does and do you think I think he should. I think if he can make 50 then yeah. Yeah, if he can do it then he should do it because I he's our best he's our best guy. Okay, uh, then why then
1: why shouldn't he have done it for Akron?
0: Um I don't think he really anticipated. He didn't make the decision to go to Akron and lose. He he went there to win it, and it just didn't happen. You these guys don't have like a plan B. You know, it's like they 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 make the choice and they make the choice to win, and they don't think, well, if I don't or oh, if Dayton fix comes, I might lose. That's I promise you, that's not how he thinks at all. So that that would be my yeah.
1: I mean, that could be the thing. That is like, the thing. I mean, I'm not going I'm, I'm I'm to lose.
0: F- for Spencer Lee, that is the thing. He didn't think he was going to lose. And um, as I mentioned. Well,
1: I, I pray. if they, like, Can I have a Willie prayer time? Sure. All right. This is a safe place. This is a place where I can express my feelings and my wishes without any ramifications or potential for criticism. Spencer Lee, please go 50 kilograms for junior world team trials and make our junior world team and win a world title in Brazil at the junior level. Amen. Amen. Now, I say that having been at junior worlds last year and watching the 50-kilogram bracket at junior worlds, and I'm telling you, Spencer Lee can win a world title at the junior level. I mean, no shade, no shade, not
0: throwing shade here, just facts. If Jabari Moody can be fifth, uh, I think Spencer Lee is going to do fantastic there. Now, here's Go
1: win, Spencer Lee, go win a world title at 50 kilograms.
0: What if he goes 54?
1: What?
0: Uh, or uh, what's the weight? 55, 55, I guess. What if he goes 55 for juniors?
1: What if he does?
0: If he does? Well, I'm there's,
1: there's another angle, too. There's another angle, too. What if Spencer comes for a rebatch or, or you know, he'd have to go through the challenge bracket first and then Dayton and 55. And what if, you know, everybody was talking about it right after it ended. What if, what if Spencer Lee goes 55? That'd be fantastic, uh, too. Now, first things first, he has to get a special dispensation. She loves the taste of communion wafers. What are you talking about, dude? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, you never saw uh Saturday Night Lot, Saturday Night Fever. No. And he yeah. has to get a special grant to go to Junior Worlds, a wild card, a, a I release. You told me I asked about this, and you were, you made it sound like anyone could go. No, I'm not. Anyone can go. He has to do it. He has to get a special thing because of
0: age. Oh, because he's young. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well hopefully he can get whatever the heck that is and go. I think he would. Um. So
1: um, so Spencer, and, and I have heard obviously that they'll allow him to go there. Um, so he would have to go through. And what if he does? You know but uh, right away you're thinking, well, Spencer f- kind of faded. I don't know if you'd call it. Fa- it's, it seemed like he had problems finishing matches when it was two two-minute periods. Now he's going to go two three-minute periods. Yeah. With guys that are uh, a kilogram bigger.
0: Yeah, I I think he does. I think he does well there. I think he makes, based on what I've seen, based on what we heard, and we heard this must have been ten different times from ten different people. There a recent training camp. Spencer Lee apparently put it on Zeke Moisey.
1: Wait, um, before we get to that,
0: we already got before, to it. We just arrived.
1: No, what do you think he should do, fifty or
0: fifty-four? I, I'm I'm not gonna say what he should do. I mean, it would probably make our team stronger if he went fifty. But you're you're asking me what makes our team stronger and what is best for him. The very reason he didn't go fifty, he didn't want to hold it down 50 no, kilograms. Nope, listen, nope, listen. That's
1: not why. Be
0: quiet. Be quiet.
1: You just said that's not why.
0: You're not being quiet. I'm Five saying. Five
1: minutes ago, you said he didn't go because he didn't think he would lose. Well, there's a variety of factors. There's a variety.
0: Okay, I mean, well, you can't say there's one factor. Um, he didn't go 50 because he didn't want to be holding that weight down all summer long. Okay? That's still a thing that he would have to do if he... Went for it at uh, at juniors, so he might still not want to. So it's
1: different though.
0: Why is it different?
1: It's not like you have to hold it for a whole season. I mean, I know I realize that it's difficult, but that
0: was a a one hundred percent factor in their decision to go fifty four.
1: And also one hundred percent factor is that he doesn't anticipate losing.
0: He probably don't uh, If he goes fifty five, I bet he doesn't anticipate losing there. Just because you lose doesn't mean you expect to lose the next time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, if it also indicates that if if Dayton Fix can beat you, can't the guy from Iran and the guy from Russia? Maybe, maybe Fix is just that guy. Maybe he is, but maybe maybe being at fifty kilograms at the World Championships is better than being at fifty five, even if he wins the American tournament.
0: True, I don't, and I don't disagree with that, but I'm just so. T-
1: what I'm saying is, I think the best decision for him to do is go 50 kilograms for Madison. Okay. Well, I think I, Br- I think Britt Metcalf should go 57.
0: You know, it's like, uh, maybe, maybe it's not. We don't know what's reasonable or what they're considering doing. I, I I don't know. Wh- whichever he does, I hope he chooses one. And oh yeah, I would be. I mean, cause what, what's? I mean, I don't want to make it sound like he's got nothing to do, but what's he gonna do this summer? You know, it's like. What would a Fargo title really mean for Spencer Lee? You know, not that it's not a huge accomplishment, but once you've tasted the the world stage, I I, I don't think anything else is going to satiate him, right? Does that mm-hmm. make sense?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Um. Well, we've only talked about Spencer Lee Dayton Fix for thirty seven minutes. Um.
1: Still want to talk about other stuff? About I do too.
0: Him. I do too. Um. One other thing. Uh. I. And uh. Something I said. I well, said. Well,
1: you you said the Lee the Lee Moisey thing.
0: Yeah. Well, that was. There's really nothing to, else to say other than this apparently happened. Training camp. Um, Spencer Lee, uh, Zeke Moisey wrestled, and it was Spencer Lee by a lot. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. One guy training to make a cadet world team. One guy, you know, after NCAA's probably just you know wrestling. So take it for what it's worth. Not a match, just two guys wrestling in a room. Take it for what it is. Just yeah, just some fodder. Something we heard from a number
1: of different people. It, yeah, a number of different people. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult to uh, know how much that really means. You, you hear a lot about high school kids going with college guys or senior guys in the room. What does it really mean? I mean... Um, you know, I heard one about Chance.
0: And someone in the Oklahoma State Room, and it was proven to be not really
1: proven to be false,
0: right? right? Well, at least not that it was false, but that it was not. If that happened in the room, it was not indicative of what would happen. And, th- and there's in another an case match.
1: where, and there's another case where we were told that one guy was beating another guy in the room by several several sources, and then when it came time to wrestle under the lights, the result was not. It was different yes. than what we were told. So not that it wasn't.
0: Accurate, but then it doesn't, doesn't, it maybe doesn't, doesn't always matter. transition, <laughs>
1: right?
0: Uh, um, I well. had questioned your pound for pound rankings. I said, uh, you know, why not Kate Levis? You were like, not there yet, not ready. Uh, 100% true, seemingly. Not that he's not excellent and tremendous, but you know, he loses to Gomez twice, and Gomez is obviously fantastic, but he's not a pound for pound guy, so either is Kate Levis, so um. This is why you're the high school guy, okay?
1: Well, you know, I'm the Cade the Levis thing, a lot of people um, were saying, you know, why sh- why isn't Kate in? He's done this. He's done that. And, I, you know, he, had, he hadn't beaten anybody else in the pound for pound. And, and w- you know, he, he won matches like – and it doesn't always go with, you know, if you win a match by a point or two, then you're not good. I mean – but he was winning matches, you know, six two as at one oh six. Right. You know, it do- it doesn't translate into the Mark Halls of the world and and, and those kind of sort of things. Agreed. Um
0: you wanna talk about the twenty one year old Russian?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I I thought it was pretty funny. You know, Jamil Jamil Kelly is awesome. He's all over this stuff. Uh, from Senior level, he's watched everything. Senior level, back to antiquity, and watched so many international wrestlers, um, and now that he's a youth coach—not a youth, but a developmental coach at junior and, and cadet levels—he really watches a lot of the international uh, tournaments. And and he um, <laughs> he told me he he actually showed me a text message of his buddy saying. Here's a here's the final of the 50, uh, 54 kilogram cadet Russian nationals match. This kid is pretty good, but he's twenty one. <laughs> but uh, it actually said, but he has a f- a four year fudge on his record or something like that. It's uh, the kid's twenty one. Nice. Years. All
0: right, so that's a a little no, obviously nothing one hundred percent substantiated, but it's uh. A stereotype, you know, a little more evidence is something that these the Russians in these age level and maybe not just Russians don't necessarily play exactly by the rules. What's four years here or there? Um, so they, we may have some older competition, a little more seasoned cadet competition, but that's okay. It just makes the potential victory all the more sweeter. Um, okay, let's try to shed this. There's 19 minutes to go. We got to we got to get some other things because. That match, those two matches were not the only things that happened in Akron. We saw Gable Stevenson uh, just so casually dominate, uh, uh the the field there at 100 kilograms, including yeah. not just that. That's one thing. Oh yeah, he he won. He's very good. He's ranked fourth as a freshman. He's obviously excellent. But he beat the reigning cadet world silver medalist Jordan Wood, uh. And it wasn't even a match. It was not even like Gable was never ever tested. I had no. I knew he was like very high ranked, and maybe he's maybe the best freshman. I don't know in the country. But I didn't know he was a phenom. Like he was so so excellent and so skilled. And I, he hasn't even. He's strong, obviously, but it's very obvious he doesn't even like have his man muscles yet. He's just like. No, choice. he
1: doesn't really even look like... He doesn't look like he lifts. Uh, he doesn't look like he's in the greatest shape, really. Uh, he and he doesn't look is. like... He, he doesn't look like he... Well, when I, I don't mean lung shape. I mean... Yeah, he's not that tight. Right. Uh, and but he's still dominated. His attacks, his sense of positioning, his use of his hands were so next level. Yeah. You did not see a cadet. I mean, it was almost, I mean, frankly, it was almost Spencer Lee-like, the way he used his hands.
0: Yeah, he's a good hand fighter, good good motion. His reattacks were on point. He was getting to that high single.
1: I mean, he practically moved.
0: Practically
1: at will. Uh, okay, so he moved people out of position um, right. to find openings. I, he had Jordan Wood completely off balance, a cadet world finalist, and the number one guy in the country, and Jordan Wood had no answer. Jordan Wood could not – I mean, Gable moved him this way. He moved him that way. It, angles were all over the place. I, it was impressive. It, it might have been as impressive as anything in the weekend.
0: It, it it was for me. Um I just came away thinking this this is a kid that uh, does he make a bid for the pound for pound? Does he make the bid for the the number one spot as a freshman at an upper weight? And just how good is he going to get if he's this good as a freshman? He's got you know a couple more years in high school before he gets to um, gets to college. It's it's uh, it's kind of scary to imagine how good he's going to be in a
1: couple of years. I wonder. I mean. I wonder who he's working with because somebody... Well, uh, his brother and Mark Hall. I don't even know, man. No, he <laughs> is.
0: Yeah, we talked uh, talked with him and his, his dad a little bit.
1: It it looks like he's in a college room. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, those guys are... I mean, Mark Hall is the number one pound for pound, and Bobby Stevenson's going to be a um, pretty good college wrestler. He's ranked first in the country, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he's... he's uh, it's very obvious he's he's well tested in in practice scenarios. So, um, that's Gable, and awesome. that's Cadets. That's Cadets in, in a nutshell. University Worlds needs to be every year. It needs they to happen. And, and the Akron field wasn't bad.
1: Like there was a lot of really good wrestlers there, but it's just wait. Wasn't. Hold on. Let's let us let us not gloss over the fact that University Worlds should be every year. It it plays into uh, that. University Worlds uh, uh, um, apparently is not run by United World Wrestling. Uh, It's run by some other organization. World University Games or whatever. I don't care. United World Wrestling needs to pick that up and run with it. Especially if the existing organization or the the organization that currently runs it is not going to run it consistently. Because it is proven to be a draw. It's proven to be Um, a thing that people follow and people stars will show up to, and in our in our economy in wrestling's climate, there are it's sort of saturated with events. You know, you almost can't go like if you wanted to start if you wanted to start an event today, Christian, that 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 would gain traction, that would gain legitimacy. Um, uh, just a valid, a valid um, event. You would find it very difficult to a find a proper weekend to hold it on that's not already saturated with a marquee event. Um, B convince people that they should come. C uh, get all the logistics worked out, and then hope that it's going to be successful. University of Worlds has that. They have that. It's very difficult to establish a wrestling property, event property, that has that. And now they're just gonna like, I mean, not now, but after, after the last couple years where it's proven to be a big deal, they're just gonna say, ah, we're not holding it this year. United you know, World Wrestling, this is another Willie prayer. Pick it up and run with it. Pick that ball up, and you have another marquee event.
0: Yeah, and my point that you said don't. You know, get derailed. The point is, the field's thinner because there's not a Worlds,
1: right? But I just wanted to say that first. Yeah. If, if you know, I was on a flight. Um, I mean, I guess he. I don't. He wouldn't. I think, uh, mind if I said this, but, um, I was on a flight with Craig Susker from USA Wrestling, who's been in Akron or, uh, University Worlds for a number of years, covering it, and he said that it was the thinnest field in a decade. Hmm. Um. And so you don't like to see that either. Uh, no. I, I, think, I think what's being proven is if it's a qualifier for a world championship, people will show up because the previous couple years was great stuff.
0: Yep, no doubt about it. But let's get to some of the wrestling that went on there. Uh, the 70-kilogram the bracket was not thin at all. It, it had nothing but hammers. And we had certus, uh register pretty late just to make it all the more tougher. And he goes down in the, in the finals to Anthony Collica, who w- we speculated earlier, you know, months ago, that he would be down at 49 next year. He confirmed that in an interview with Zeb. He beats Brandon Sorensen. He beats uh, Jason Sertzis. And if you're Oklahoma State, you got to be feeling pretty dang good about um, the lineup you're going to be putting out there. And you can say, oh, it's freestyle. It's this and that. I, I don't care. We, we knew Collica was good. Like It's not like he was just an unproven guy and he's just a freestyle specialist. He's been around a 12th the last two years, both at the wrong weight. Um, so we knew he was good. Now we're seeing him compete against guys that are his approximate size, and uh, he's having success. He's beating them in wrestling matches. And um, Is he a title contender? I'm not ready to go there. And just because you beat Jason Sertz, maybe maybe by default that would make him one. Uh, I'm not going to put him there yet. Um but but he's right there. Obviously he can go. I would just like to see him a little bit more at forty nine, wrestling folk style before I go there. And uh, if Zane Rutherford goes forty nine, I'm ha- I'm gonna have a hard time picking against him.
1: Yeah, I hate the idea of Zane at forty nine. But um, I
0: don't, I don't know why.
1: He's gonna be fantastic. Yeah, why well, don't he wrestle sixty five? I think he can. I think he'll do well at sixty five. He's too. bigger, Willie. Did you see him at juniors? He's bigger. Mhm. Okay. Um I fight you. I love to <laughs> I love to pronounce when I'm right and I was right about Colocello. We were talking about it. Um Well, and, and, but, but, but hold on. We're, let's let's back up.
0: I okay. asked you about him and Sorensen. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And, and he beats him late. All right? Okay. He he wins. You were you were right.
1: Oh. Certus was not That was my point.
0: It. Okay. Okay. So you are right on that. But let's not act like I was like Surtis or Colica, and you were like, Colica. Okay, let's not no, act— I No,
1: didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know that. No, you're right. Okay. But I, you said Surtis or Colica. I said Colica like, in a split second, and you looked at me like I smelled. No, I didn't look at you. We were typing to each other. Okay. You typed, really? Seriously?
0: I'm going to go back and find it, because I didn't— well, Maybe I did say really. Yeah, Regardless, <laughs> I just don't want you to get too inflated over this. Uh, no. So you you think a lot of Colica is your point?
1: Yeah, you know, and we and me me and Christian talked about this afterward. Um, Colica was at forty one. Then he's at fifty seven. You get that built in your head that you're at the wrong weight, you know? Yeah, and you can tell
0: yourself, and the coaches can tell you, it's not. It doesn't matter. But come on. You know how big you are. You know how big the guys you're wrestling are, and it it, it matters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's going to go a long way just for him, just knowing in his mind he's at the right weight uh, for the first well, time. Well,
1: I'll tell you, you know, Oklahoma State, a lot of people are – a lot of people even a couple of weeks ago and maybe even closer to after NCAAs were like, hey, Oklahoma State's, uh, they're going to be right in the thick of things. They got this. The pieces are falling into place. Well, if Kalika performs at that kind of level at 49, they're even more of a threat.
0: No doubt about it. I mean, the, you think... So, really, for me, with Kyle Snyder out of the mix, and he's he's going to take that Olympic redshirt, um, it's Penn State and Oklahoma State. That's the way I see it. And uh, with Kalika, it, it was... It was expected he would do well at 49. Uh, and now we have a little more proof in that direction, and they're going to... They're gonna have some really highly ranked guys coming into next year. Heil's the highest returning place winner. Um, mm-hmm. So is Crutchmer. Obviously, Daringer is that guy. Uh, now, Colic is maybe a title contender. Chance Stella, You got All-American Clamara. So in one way, it's like, yeah, maybe they're the favorite. And yet, at this, at the same token, it's very reasonable that Klamara and Heil and me and probably not Crutchmer, but at least those first two. It's reasonable they wouldn't place again based on yeah. the years they had. And maybe mm-hmm. that's true for Crushmer. I don't think the weight's going to be deep enough to really make that. But and that's not me saying, "Oh, their performances at NCAAs were flukes." I'm just saying the level that they wrestle at is going to be honest tier with a lot of other guys. Now,
1: yeah, they they they're not they didn't separate. They performed well in that tournament. They didn't separate precisely and like when you win one when you win a one-point match or a two-point match or an overtime match i mean that could go the other way next time and all of a sudden you're not the highest returning guy
0: right right so it's it's gonna i bet in the uh, initial rankings
1: and the initial rankings gonna look like oklahoma state is this boom, huge daunting
0: right. favorite because you know uh, a lot of these penn state guys aren't gonna have a very high ranking bo nickel might not even be ranked to start the year i don't know um, Neville's won't be that high. Uh, so it's going to look like Oklahoma state and then who else in the initial rankings, just based on them having guys that were varsity last year and did well, mm-hmm. but it's, it's still for me, it's Penn state, uh, despite Oklahoma state, maybe being a little more proven. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but, you
1: know, like, you know, if you took fifth in the country this year, it does not guarantee you will take fifth in the country next year. No,
0: not, not at all. And you see it, you see it every year It happens all the time. Guys place high and then. Uh,
1: don't play. So, other uh, guys, Christian. Other guys that you liked, uh, performance-wise, at universities. Talk to me
0: about. Um, there were a couple, and, and we're not going to be able to get to all of them. But I always, I already liked Zachary. Okay, and I already liked Berger. I, I knew, that, I thought those guys would be really good, and they did well. Talk to me about Dalton Brady, beats Ward, Bankston, Manley, and Sabatello, and maybe. Sabatella was actually his only loss, and he lost nine nine. So you know, not a huge name among those, but four very solid Division one wrestlers. But what do you know about Dalton Brady at Arizona State?
1: Oh, Dalton Brady was always a highly ranked guy in high school, although maybe a a less conspicuous um, in high school because he was from out west. Mm -hmm. Um, But but he had. Big wins, very, uh, very much su- uh, a lot of success, a lot of success in freestyle. Um, initially signed with UVU, mm-hmm. um, and then he, he's kind of been off the map for a year, I guess. Um, but great wins. <laughs> great so wins. Is this? I, I wouldn't have said I wouldn't have said I knew he was going to beat all those guys, but I'm also not surprised with his pedigree. Okay, is this
0: someone that, that's winning because he's really good at freestyle, or do you think he's going to be a, a – because, you know, I look at things through the college yeah, lens. Yeah,
1: Is this going to um, – It could be a little of that. I mean, Dalton Brady's really good. <laughs> um, but also, he does have an excellent track record in success uh, uh, of success in freestyle. So, um, I don't know. I don't know if the results were freestyle specific, to be honest with you.
0: Okay. It Ro- could be. Ronaldo Rodriguez Spencer. I, I liked him his last year at high school. Thought he was really, really tough and thought he was going to do really well. Only wrestled like a handful of matches this year in Redshirt. He did not make the Redshirt report just because he barely wrestled. But he beats um, CJ he Cobb. Big. Rick-
1: he looked quick, didn't he?
0: Oh, man. He was getting the legs um, so consistently. I feel like uh, the-, the way he was winning matches is going to translate 100% to folk style um I th- love how he attacks legs I think he's I think he's excellent I think he's gonna be a great probably 57 pounder next
1: year I think I think it even translate a little better in folk style because uh, um, the way he shoots the way he his leg attacks are um, he has to be really careful in because he could
0: give up exposure
1: yeah so I think it's I think he's even more dangerous in folk
0: yeah um so I thought he looked excellent he was a guy that caught my attention of course Tyler Berger beats Rodriguez Spencer beats Sorensen Heffernan and LaValle um, lost to Bradley Dolzil, who I don't know if I'm saying that, saying that right Dolezal had himself a tournament he beat, I, always,
1: he beat, I always said Dolezal but I have no Dolezal,
0: idea uh, hey. Minnesota guy originally from Wisconsin and he beats Berger and Mays in the same weekend and I would assume he's the likely replacement for Dylan Ness at 157. And if you're a Gopher fan, you're saying, hey, don't count us out yet. Yeah, we got some guys waiting in the wings, and those are two pretty
1: nice wins there. Yeah, was good. I mean, he's kind of been stuck behind guys. I don't know. Uh, you know, you follow open tournaments closer than I do in college. Um, has he been good? Um, I mean, he, he was really good in high school. I, I don't remember him
0: really notching a meaningful win uh that doesn't mean it didn't happen but I can't recall one so uh, I, but I knew his name so that means he was at least wrestling good guys but I don't think he really had a, a moment that you could really get terribly excited about. he lost to Patrick Rhodes and Zach Zeman last year and you know not a Dylan Erbach. so it wasn't a great great season for him maybe he's just a freestyler or maybe he's making strides um We'll see, but obviously, he's trending in the right direction. I
1: thought he had a good freestyle something. Maybe not. I don't know. Can't find it.
0: Perhaps that's true. Um, Willie, I got some good news for you. I didn't get to share with you even before we made this call because um, we're coming up. It's 1059. I am traveling tomorrow to Greco um, finals at Cornell, and... We were a little bummed because we didn't think we'd be able to do it from Cornell. Just kidding. Thursday is on Willie. Thursday morning. So you pencil nice. that. You pencil that in. You prepare your heart and mind for that because uh, nice. we're going to be bringing it. So we're coming. We've got Greco Thursday and the, the finals there. Best two of three will be completed. And uh, I, I'm pretty darn excited for for some of those matchups. Going to work on an article here about it and. Um, Yeah, Uh, Willie, you got anything else before we go?
1: No, I just can't wait. Uh, I I got an article, Last Losses, coming out, as I said, tomorrow with the new rankings. And um, I can't wait for Ithaca. I can't wait for um, put our Greco World team together. And uh, I don't know, man. I I watch these guys, and, and, and I'm really excited about our ones.
0: Yeah, no question about it. You're not coming to Greco, are
1: you? Ithaca. Yeah, are you coming? I'm coming, dude. I?
0: I had no idea. All right, this this just got even cooler, Willie. You don't know this, but I'm I'm playing the outro music right now. So we're we're gonna go. I'll meet up with you, Willie, in Ithaca. Thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, we will see you next time. Thanks.